Hi, I'm Melanie Patterson from Christchurch in New Zealand. Dale Prinsker from Pretoria. Anand Trivedi from India. Sue Crawford from Peter Maritzburg. Patrick Miner from Nairobi, Kenya. Kazal Roberts from Stanerton and Mpumbalanga. I'm Brigitte Seiperstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Numte Tsangobese from Deben in South Africa. I'm Patrick from the shores of Lake Geneva in Switzerland. And you're listening to Run with Coach Perry. It's the next edition of Run with Coach Perry. I'm Brad Brown. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, yeah, it's uh, been an interesting week to everybody who ran Comrades. Congratulations. I hope uh, you achieved what you set out to achieve. And uh, yeah, I'm sure some of you are starting to thinking or thinking about getting going again. But if you've run Comrades, take some time off, okay? Uh, I'm not even going to ask the coach for that advice. I'm telling you, take some time off. But uh, there's a lot of people who are inspired by Comrades on the weekend uh, and uh, a lot of people who have been ticking and, and, and going all the way through. So uh, let's get our next guest onto the podcast. And uh, we've got the coach with us, Lindsay Perry. We've also got uh, Margaret van Zitwin uh, on the, the podcast as well. Lindsay, first up, uh, welcome back on to, to Run. Uh, good to good to catch up. Yeah, no, uh, very good to catch up. It was an exciting uh, uh, weekend, and and now we um, yeah now we look forward to the future and uh, focus on the short, fast stuff. Uh, move away from focusing on on all the ultras, and that in itself is quite an exciting thing for me. Weather's cooler, and cool weather makes for fast running. So yeah, we um, we've got someone with us today, Margaret, who is looking at the much shorter stuff, which is great. Uh, Welcome, Margaret. Looking forward to spending the next 20 minutes with you. Margaret, welcome onto the podcast. Before we jump into sort of getting you some help, tell us a little bit about your your running background. I know you've been struggling with some big injuries uh, over the last sort of year and a bit as well. Tell me, how how long have have you been a a runner and uh, what's a little bit about your background? Um, I've been a runner for the last three years, and just as I was getting into the swing of things and ran my first 10k uh, race, I uh, about a year ago I fell down, I tore my ligaments, and it took me quite a while to actually get back to you know walking normally, and I haven't been able to actually get back there uh, as yet. Um, and so when I saw, you know, the invite, I thought this is a perfect opportunity to get me back on the road. Um, I also do some cycling. Um, I did a 947 last year in four hours and 20 minutes. And I tried to balance both, but I'm quite um, weak on the running side of it. I'm stuck on the 5Ks at the moment. I don't seem to be able to get away from the 5Ks um, deadline that I seem to have put on myself. Cool. I'm going to hand you over to the coach and let Lindsay sort of deal with this. Lindsay, it's uh, over to you. Yeah, okay. So we've got the, the injury history, which was one of the, the first things that I, I was going to go to. Um, I still have one one or two questions for you around that, Margaret. Um, you tore ligaments in your foot, took a, a while to get back to walking. You are running now. The limitation on your running in terms of you being stuck on 5Ks, is that still linked to a bit of discomfort around the ankle, or maybe a bit of instability in the ankle, or is it? does it feel more like it's a physiological fitness kind of limit that you've got on yourself? No, it's a physiological fitness. I'm, okay. I'm over it. Um, you know, the, it's all, all good. Uh, it's just that um, I'm not fit anymore. Okay. All right. Cool. 
So that is a much easier problem to to deal with. Uh, look, the 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 fact that you ride a bike as well is an advantage to you. Um, it obviously creates some time pressures, which which are slightly it's it's a slightly different problem. But in terms of looking after yourself and injury wise, doing those two to three cycles a week or whatever it is that you normally do, that is that is good and and should also contribute to the cardiovascular fitness okay so i'm gonna give you a little bit of advice now um and then i the format of this is really to answer some your questions so hopefully you you came prepared with some but all while i'm talking they will give you some some questions but i'm going to give you a little bit of advice on where to go from here and um, build on on your fitness so Part of the reason why you may be stuck at the 5K and not really feeling like you can progress, which based on your, your cycling history and the fact that in November you did a four and a half hour 94.7, you shouldn't be struggling cardiovascularly with the running, certainly not to get beyond 40 minutes of running. Okay. So... What that tells me is most likely happening, and it's going to be counterintuitive, but what it tells me most likely is happening is that you're actually pushing yourself a little too hard in the 5K. So, again, I know you probably think to yourself, 5K is it's very short. If I don't push harder, I don't feel like I'm getting the, the cardiovascular benefits. But the problem is that if you push that too hard, you actually keep pulling your cardiovascular ceiling closer and closer to yourself. Because you don't allow your body to develop aerobically. You keep strengthening your anaerobic system. Okay. And so you go out as hard as you can, but you, you just keep getting to a point in the run where you just feel terrible. And then you are forced to slow down and slow down and slow down. But of course, because it's human nature to keep pushing, even though you're slowing down, you keep fighting it. So you just, you, you're running slower, but you're just keeping yourself in that anaerobic zone. Over, oversimplifying... Um, but it's to highlight the point. So what you actually need to do is to actually take a step back. Keep using the cycling to build up cardiovascular fitness. Do that. I mean, I know it says that you're not that consistent with it, but, you know, try and be as consistent as you can and use it to develop that aerobic. And the principles should be the same. So those rides, you shouldn't be trying to kill yourself. You should be also enjoying them, able to talk, heart rates up a little bit, but not sky high. You shouldn't be completely out of breath. And then you, you need to do exactly the same thing in your running. And if you, if you are at a point now where you really just feel that unfit in your running, that as soon as you are running, you get out of breath quickly, your heart rate shoots up, and you're feeling, you're feeling like, yo, I'm, I'm just so unfit. If that is the case, then what you want to do is run until you get that feeling, and then you walk for a minute or two. Okay. Run until you get that feeling. Walk for a minute or two. Until okay. you've completed 5Ks. And don't worry about how long it takes you. If it takes you an hour in the beginning, it takes you an hour in the beginning. Because once you get yourself into the right zone, once you get to the point where you are stimulating your, your aerobic capacity, you will quite quickly be able to run faster and faster at the same effort. Mm. So... The, the, the first prize is that you can slow yourself down a little bit while running. But if slowing down means it's a walk, then you run, 
walk, run, walk, run, walk. And over the course of two or three weeks, what will happen is the time to walking will keep getting extended. So this, this today, it might be two minutes and then you have to walk. In two weeks' time, two and a half minutes. Four weeks' time, three or four minutes. And so on and so forth. Until you get to the point where you can actually quite comfortably jog five kilometers. And then at that point in time, that's when you start to look to start increasing the distance slightly to 6K, to 7K, to 8K, so on and so forth. Tell me, how long should I do this for? So typically, once we get into the right zone and i'm going to give you another i'm going to i'm also about to give you a, a very easy easy way of forcing yourself into that zone but once you do it correctly and you are in the right zone you should feel almost week on week improvement so i would expect that you you should be able to run five kilometers very comfortably in six to eight weeks Okay. And you should be up to running 10Ks pretty comfortably by 12 weeks. Okay. So it's not, a, often, not a huge, doing it. every two to three days. So in the beginning, yeah. I would yeah. look at doing it three times a week. And yeah. after about three weeks, I'd move to four days a week. And that's, that's going to be enough. Four days. Okay. And, you know, with okay. the cycling, you might never need to go to four days. Three days a week plus two days of cycling may well just be plenty of cardiovascular exercise. Okay. Right. Do I have to do anything else? So you have a heart rate monitor. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you some advice to force yourself into that aerobic zone. Okay? <laughs> it was developed by a, a, an individual by the name of Dr. Phil Maffetone. Um, and you take 180 okay. and su subtract your age. Yeah. And okay. subtract five. Yeah. And that's where you, that's your heart rate. Okay. So if your heart rate goes over that, it's time to walk. Okay. okay. And if so you keep what, your heart rate under that level, you will notice, you literally notice every week that you improve. And after four weeks, you can then add that five back on. So in the beginning, it's 180 minus age minus five. Right. After four weeks, 180 yeah. minus age. Okay. Question. All right. And can I also do that for cycling, or is this for the running? It 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 does also work for cycling, but cycling, yeah. unless you're a very strong cyclist, you tend to have quite a low heart rate um, anyway. So so typically, you'd probably need to take another ten off on the cycling. Um, but because you are a cyclist, it may work out fairly similarly. Gotcha. All right, gotcha. Yeah, sorry, I, I cut in. You asked me a, a question there. Should you do anything else? Um, look, obviously, that would depend on, on time-wise what you've got available in your life. In the short term, doing, doing some strength training, um, some core work, some stability stuff, standing on a, on a hedgehog, bozu ball, or stability pad, those sort of exercises will complement the running and cycling, and it'll also help to reduce your injury um, risk profile. But I always look at those as, um, you know, if the injury was still bothering you, I'd say that's, that you must do that stuff. Uh, but otherwise, I do look at that stuff as a bonus. If you do have an extra hour or two lurking in your week, then those are good things to add. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, one last thing I wanted to find out in terms of water, how much water does one need to consume, like on a normal run? So I'm I'm a big I'm a big believer in drinking to thirst. So if I'm thirsty on a run, I will look for uh, a tap somewhere along the way and drink. If I don't get thirsty, I don't drink. Um, and and I, to be honest, I apply the same principle throughout the day. If I'm thirsty, I drink. And if I'm not thirsty, I don't drink. So look, people, people have slightly differing theories. Uh, they say an active person should be consuming between two and three liters of water per day. Um, and that would be inclusive of what you drink during and outside of, of exercise. Um, but in exercise, the easiest thing is to drink to thirst. The distances that you're running, even if you are thirsty, you can drink when you get back without okay. any physiological concerns. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. Pleasure. Cool. Margaret, from a from a goal perspective, you, you said that before you got injured you you were training towards something. Have, have you given much thought about what you what you would like to achieve from a running point of view? I actually want to do a twenty one K. That's that's my goal. But I just have to get to the ten and I am hoping that once I get to the ten the twenty one will be easier. I don't know, but that's in my mind what I have. Yeah, and I think that's very sensible. I think uh, I think if you follow this advice, as I said, you'll be running 5Ks comfortably, 10Ks certainly within 12 weeks at the at the worst case, um, and then to move from 10Ks to to 21Ks will take also between eight and 12 weeks. So basically, by by the end of the year, you should be in a position to to comfortably run a 21K. Provided that they obviously train every weekend for the old advice. Yeah, and that's and it, yeah, and again, it's not it's not really training uh, a massive amount, as I said. That's sticking to two to and um, sticking to three to four runs a week and one to two cycles a week. Um, but yes, you, you do want to be consistent. If you have breaks in between that, that'll obviously push that goal out a little bit. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Super. Margaret, brilliant. And and just so you know as well, and, and anybody listening to this, if you are looking for sort of training programs, generic basic training programs, Lindsay mentioned the, the four-day-a-week, all you need to do is head over to coachpowery.com forward slash start. We've got a, a 0 to 10K program there, a 10 to 21, and then a 21 to 42. So they, they follow on from each other, and there's a bit of a, uh, an instruction blurb that you can read to see which group you would fit into. But I think that would be a perfect place to, to go and get some help as well. Margaret, is there anything else? I think uh, it sounds like you're right on track, and... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think it's something we all struggle with is that consistency, but that's uh, what pays off in the end is just uh, building week after week, not necessarily doing massive volume, but doing little bits all the time. But anything else that, that Lindsay can help you with? I think for the moment, that's all I need. Thank you. I kind of just needed some reassurance and having Lindsay, it makes it comforting knowing that, okay, I'm in the right track. I must actually just keep, you know, keep doing it. But I think he made a good point. I do try and sometimes and push myself too hard. And I think that's kind of, you know, it might maybe on the run helps me, then it bites me back again. You know, yeah. so um, I need to I need to learn not to do that. Yes, and and in time, sorry, maybe that's also a good way of putting it. But in time, and I would imagine that around about twelve weeks' time will be that time. Then you can run one of your runs each week. You can then push yourself because you do still want some anaerobic adaptation but it's much more important to develop the aerobic first before you you develop the anaerobic so in the short term 
very little hard running. In the long term, you add a little bit of, of hard running. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Really, cool. really, thank you very much. Brilliant stuff, Margaret. Thank you very much. Lindsay, thank you too. Uh, we're back again next week with another edition of Run. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you use, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, whatever it is. And we look forward to catching up next time. The website to get to once again is coachparry.com. If you're looking for programs, uh, just head to coachparry.com forward slash start. Or if you're looking for uh, to join our very active online community, there's forums there. You get access to Lindsay. All you have to do is head over to coachperry.com forward slash join. Until next time, it's cheers.